are here because the outside world rejects you. Venus de Milo, most people remember her or at least have seen pictures of her. She was the fifth turtle that first appeared in the 1997 show Ninja Turtles The Next Mutation. Now that show didn't do too well, it only lasted one season and we never saw the character of Venus again in any other version of Ninja Turtles. Until now. Currently in the ongoing IDW comics, the ones that have gone past 100 issues and are still going, the character has made her debut or return into the TMNT universe, although this time things look a lot different. The IDW Turtles universe is a lot darker and serious than the last TMNT continuity we saw her in, and this is reflected in her debut. Let's go ahead and take a look at how she appeared, and everything you need to know if you want to jump in as her story is about to kick off. Today we're going to take a look at Venus's debut in the IDW comics, Explained. Now for those who aren't familiar with the ongoing comments, let me just give you a brief little backstory into what's going on to give you some context in case you want to jump into the comics. Around issue 100, there was a situation where a mutant character by the name of Old Hob set off a mutagen bomb in the city, mutating a good portion of the population into mutants. Now at the same time, a demigod character by the name of Kitsune was trying to resurrect her father and bring him into our world and he started to appear in the form of a giant dragon in the middle of the city. Now eventually this plan wasn't completed and the giant dragon appeared to have died during the resurrection process on top of a building. Now after a while, the city got split into two, humans and mutants. The mutants that used to exist, like the turtles and the newly mutated people of New York, became quarantined in a section of the city called Mutant Town. Humans aren't allowed in here and mutants aren't allowed to leave. Families were ripped apart, children were taken from their parents, families not accepting their newly mutated relatives, and so on. This is where we more or less stand in the current storyline. The turtles are trying to bring some sense of normalcy to Mutant Town. Raphael is law enforcement. Leonardo opened up a dojo, things like that. Now one day a group known as the Punk Frogs tracked down the turtles. One of their own has been kidnapped and a witness named Clyde says it was a turtle who took the missing Punk Frog. This is when they confront the turtles in Leonardo's dojo. Clyde points out Donatello's shell as it is artificial, considering Bebop and Rocksteady crushed his original shell a while ago. Clyde says that the one that took his friend also had an artificial shell. This is when a fight breaks out in the dojo between the turtles and the Punk Frogs. The Punk Frogs start Molotov cocktailing the place, which eventually burns down the facility. The turtles are heartbroken by this and vow to get to the bottom of what's going on. They show up to the punk frog's turf and call them out on a rooftop of a building. This breaks out into another fight where Donatello falls through a glass skylight, plummeting into the building. In this building, Donatello sees some weird stuff. A bunch of loosely thrown together medical experimentation equipment and Franken-mutants walking about. This is when he meets Dr. Barlow, the man behind this all. Dr. Barlow quickly notices Donatello's artificial shell. He says he'd be happy to schedule a consultation with him that he has a similar patient with the same condition. Donatello starts putting the pieces together and realizes that this must be the turtle the punk frogs were looking for, so he takes up Dr. Barlow on his consultation. When they are finished, Donatello is introduced to the other patient with the similar procedure, and this is when we get our first look at Venus. She lays there in a chair hooked up to all sorts of machines. She is missing all her limbs, and where her limbs would connect, it's glowing blue. In some concept images we got of the character, we can also see that her eyes glow blue and seem to emit some sort of mist. You can see just off frame limbs of one of the punk frogs that they're going to use on her, probably from the kidnapped punk frog who was probably killed, considering we as an audience get a look at the rest of the facility and there's pieces of dead mutants everywhere. Also in some of those promotional images of Venus that came out before this book, you can see these punk frog limbs attached to her. Also in those promotional images, we saw that she had some type of glowing red stone or something lodged in her shell. We even saw it suspended above her in another image of 
of next issue's cover. We do get some insight into what this red stone thing is. This is a dragon skill that was recovered from the dragon god that I mentioned at the beginning of the video that died on top of the building in issue 100. Who knows what type of magical properties this type of material can produce. Dr. Barlow mentions that it has remarkable regenerative properties and that he still doesn't fully understand the energy that it generates. But that one thing that he knows about it is that it enables reanimation of dead tissue. Who knows what type of abilities Venus will have in this version, but all of this that we currently know sets up some interesting possibilities. Also, what aspirations does Dr. Barlow plan to use Venus for? We get some fascinating reveals in the debut comic for Venus that lead us to believe that he's up to no good, and if she's under his control, she will be up to no good as well, at least starting out. We also hear over the phone that Dr. Barlow will attempt again to produce doppelgangers, which seems to be part of an arrangement with a mysterious person on the other end of the line. What type of doppelgangers is the question? Well, it appears we do get an answer to that as well. We see that one of the turtles' friend, the fox named Alopex, is sneaking through Dr. Barlow's facility when she stumbles upon just what type of doppelgangers are being discussed on this phone call. Turtle doppelgangers. We see five other turtles suspended in tanks. As of right now, this is just a theory, but I believe these could be those Ninja Turtles with the white face masks that were shown off for the upcoming free comic book day Ninja Turtles book. Venus also appears on that cover. It was actually the first time we had seen her other than that small glimpse into the future where she appeared to be less Frankenstein-ish in a past issue where the turtles helped a time-traveling friend. Maybe somehow she works with these turtle doppelgangers and we'll get these new copycat turtles and Venus versus our turtles and Jenica. Maybe our turtles will try to save Venus and have her join their team. I could see them building up to something like that. But yeah, that was her debut in the ongoing IDW comics. That's pretty much all we know. Maybe next issue or so we'll get to see her origins. It does look like she had a human origin based on some of the images that we discussed in our latest update video. This does appear to be her before she turned into a turtle, but we'll have to wait and see what they do. I'll make a video on her origins once we get all that info. And I'll also keep an eye out on that doppelganger situation as well. Looks like we could see a turtles versus turtles conflict soon. Very curious to see what they do with that. But that's it for this video. That was Venus's debut in the IDW Comics Explained. I hope you enjoyed it. If you're new, remember to hit subscribe if you want more turtles videos in your life. All we talk about on here is new, old, and upcoming turtle stuff. Follow the channel on all the social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, to stay in the know of what's going on. Thank you once again for stopping by. I will see you all in a little bit with another video. Take care. Armed.